I would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on Jar Jar Wurrung country. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and acknowledge leaders and elders past, present and future. Thank you. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Soul Care Bendigo's podcast, Naked. I'm your host, Gail Wilson, and together we will go through a series of storytelling, conversations and strategies about leaning into life's lessons, the good, the bad and the downright painful, as we journey back to ourselves and back to our intuition. Through the lens of witness and reflection, we will work our way through a series of raw, stripped-back, relatable topics and personal experiences. There will be laughter, tears and the occasional swear word because, hey, life is too short to hold back. So come along with me on this journey and let's talk life. You can follow and subscribe to Soul Care Bendigo's Naked to get notifications for upcoming episodes as they land in your space. So lend me your ears and your heart as we go through this journey together. Hello, hello, Solis, and welcome to another episode of Soul Care Bendigo's podcast, Naked. Today, I want to talk about you, inside of you, deep inside of you, your knowing, your intuition. It's what you were born with naturally. And I'm sure you can agree with me that you have had many experiences where it has served you from something like a deja vu where you're in a conversation with someone or you're standing in a building and it just feels like you've done this before. You can't explain it, but it's just so familiar all the way to your bones that it's just, it's already occurred or it's like you knew this moment was going to happen. Sometimes our knowing can serve as a warning, as in turn left here instead of right or don't go to that function. It's like an internal voice that speaks to you. I want to talk about this in two parts because I think it's really important and it's really something that I want to heavily shine a light on through Soul Care Bendigo is the element of two parts. One, the disconnection with our knowing, which really means the disconnection to our faith and our intuition. And second part is how to get it back and how to trust it. So stay with me as we go through this, because I understand that this for some people feels scary, or for some people it feels like nonsense. But even through all of that, you must admit you've had an experience. And let's start really simple. Once we recognize that everything is energy in this world, we can start to see evidence. Now, when I say everything is energy, there's all sorts of energies in the world, but everything has energy from us as we are as spirit beings here having a human existence to our animals who are hyper aware of circumstances around them, to our phone that we think is beeped and when we check it, nothing's there, but it beeps in our hand immediately. It's all around us. It's our televisions. It's our flowers in our gardens. There is all different sorts of energy, but we are all connected. As humans, we are all connected. And inane objects, we are connected. Energy exists everywhere, all around us. It's in the air we breathe. It's in the water we clean ourselves with. It's everywhere. There's no denying that. It's been proven scientifically over and over and over again. What happens, though, is we are all born with a knowing. 
we are all born with this vigilance and this hyper awareness and this really thin veil between what we sense, what we feel, and what we know. Depending on the household that you were raised in, this can get harnessed and you can learn to trust your intuition. And you can really get to understand that you're a part of something far, far bigger than you could possibly imagine that go on through eons that will exist way beyond the end of your natural life in this body, in this moment. For the families who, let's use the word that is readily used now in modern society and has been for a long time, woo-woo. The thing with the word woo-woo, as someone who has some basic natural psychic abilities and is learning to use them, and for so long mocked them myself because when I bring them up to people I really trusted when I was younger, they were mocked. I was told I was full of shit. I was told it was nonsense. Now, I realize that those kinds of statements actively come from people who have lost connection with themselves. There's no really nice way to say it, I'm sorry. They've lost connection with their knowing, with themselves, with their intuition. And they live in the world of logic, the world of science, the world of proof. It's how you define proof, though. This is what's really interesting. And when I hear the word woo-woo, or even if I go to some of our retreats and they'll they'll warn people and say, oh, it's a bit woo-woo, but you'll be okay. I think what they're trying to do is allow the person to know that something as unusual is about to occur and you may not make sense of it, but I'll be here to protect you. And it's with the best of intentions, the best of intentions to let you know that you are safe. However, I always feel when someone uses that word, it's a mock, it's a mockery. It's a way of dispelling what that which we can't easily explain. So I find the word really offensive. Now that's my choice to be offended by it, but I also see it as a really big deliverer of a bigger message from the person who speaks it, that they don't trust it, that they don't recognize it, that they don't give it its power anymore. And that makes me feel a little bit sad because we know once we have and we believe in something bigger than ourselves whether it be in Buddhism or Christianity or Catholic or Muslim or whatever it is, once we have this bigger knowing a connection to something far bigger than ourselves, it does take the pressure of life off. It does help to have something to hand your concerns over to, something bigger than you that you can just let go, relax. It'll be okay. And that is such a massive part of getting us through the difficult things in our life. I'd like to share with you my experience. So from a very young age, I, like many, many other people, had this knowing of circumstance. I couldn't explain why I knew it, but it was something like, let's not drive that way tonight. It was just this comprehension, and I I still, to this day, I can't really describe it. Although, as I've gotten older, my connection to faith has gotten stronger and I now recognize it to be this knowing to be is of that for me it is God it represents as a faith in Christian even though I don't belong to any denomination I can't deny the person who speaks to me but it's also multiple sources for me there's old ancestors from a long time ago that I have a connection with prior to the body and the life that I lead now which is a chief from a very old tribe and his daughter a priestess. And they've came to me in many meditations, in many dreams. There is drawings of them on my goddess wall, in my wardrobe, when I've had 
Reiki experiences done, they come through, and also a connection to some relatives that have passed away, which probably just from an emotional point of view feels the nicest because it's familiar and I miss them. With these connections that I have, it means that I've kind of got like a whole tribe of supporters around me. That in my moments of self-doubt, in my moments of potential, in my moments of ideas, there's someone to nut this out with, to kind of come to the answer internally on my own. That I don't always need to seek external ideas from those living and walking this life with me. Because I know that those answers will have their own prejudice or their own fears or their own inhibition attached to that. So it's possibly not always the right direction for me. It doesn't mean that I won't chat things over with my friends. It doesn't mean that I won't go to my family. But it means that there's this internal light within me that I can draw on, that I know I can trust. So how do I know I can trust it? First of all, it's never given me any direction to do anything evil of bad will, nothing like that. Anything of Christ, anything of light, anything of positivity will sometimes, and I'll I'll tell you this, sometimes I can get a spiritual slap in the face when I've denied it or when I've been childish about it. And the childish might be, for example, I'm told to purchase something in a store, but I wanted to purchase something else. And it will speak to me and it will say, no, 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 get this. And I will rationalize it with human experiences of why I don't want to buy that. For example, here's a classic way that I can explain this. A few years ago, I was in a trip in Bali. I'd had a really magical experiences over and over and over again that really was about connecting with all of these spiritual experiences in my life kind of came to a head and it was burst open. And all of a sudden, I was very raw and I was very exposed not the safest place to be in, but through a lens of curiosity, I could witness it without fear. Now, when we think about when fear comes from, fear can come from other people's fears, other people's experiences. To go on a spiritual journey, you really need to go inward and it can be a little bit lonely. It can be a little bit isolating because it takes time and it takes space and it takes quiet. And you need to remove yourself a little bit from the active world to really harness this. So when I was in Bali, these amazing experiences has happened to me that it connected me with an ancestor that passed away who gave me the most amazing messages I had to deliver to family through a very deep, deep, silent meditation that went on for quite a long time. And then I was in a store and I was purchasing some earrings for my sister. And I had these beautiful earrings in my hand in a store in Ubud. And like that's happened through me multiple times since I was a child, a voice came through my right ear and said, don't buy the earrings, buy the wings. That was all. It was clear as day as if someone had said it to me externally. The messages for me always come through my right ear, which makes me believe that it's a masculine descendant of somewhere knowing that left side is our feminine and left side is our feminine spirits, masculine is our right side, masculine is our masculine spirits. And when I was holding the earrings and I started having the dialogue that I might normally have when these messages come through. Now, the most immature I am with these messages, the more I get the most feistiest of spirit experiences. For example, I'm looking at the earrings, which I knew in a human sense that they were small, easy to pack. 
they were not going to weigh anything to change my luggage. So I was sort of looking at the earrings and everything in a human sense was perfect. They were really pretty and I knew my sister would look lovely in them. But as I'm staring at them and I'm denying this voice that's coming in very strongly now over and over again, by the wings, by the wings, by the wings. And then I start having, which also sometimes happens, an external conversation saying, I'm not buying the wings, I'm buying the earrings. And my girlfriend on the other side of the store goes, what do you say? And I was like, oh, 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 nothing, nothing. I'm just talking about how nice these earrings are. And she was like, oh, okay. (laughs) This has been my existence. This Sometimes the internal conversations turn outwards and I forget where I am. And so I'm walking around and I start having this conversation internally. I'm not buying any wings. I'm buying the earrings. They're nice. They're light. They're pretty. And then the voice gets louder and actually a little bit more aggressive. And it was by the wings. And then I said, what fucking wings? I don't even see any wings. And my friend's like, babe, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Thanks. Thanks. Again, I'm shifting between these two realities, which is how and why I found it so important to work on my spiritual experiences because, as you could see, I could come across very, very nutty, and I have many, many times. So as I'm saying, I don't see any wings, I don't know what you're talking about, it's like my head gets lifted by the gentlest of fingers under my chin and lifts my head up, and on the wall there are all these wooden wings in a particular shape, and of course, in my immaturity, I said, I'm not buying bloody wooden wings. I'm going to have to go through a different queue in customs. That's made of wood. Da 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 da. All these things. I don't know why she'd want bloody wings. She's already got enough knickknacks. The earrings are pretty. The end, full stop. And then I went to walk to the counter, and it was like this force stopped me from being able to step forward, like this string was pulling me back. So it can have power to it, particularly if spirit really wants you to deliver a message or deliver an existence. Now, again, it's nothing like a movie where it's like a brick wall and I bounce on it. It's nothing dramatic. Spirit is not that dramatic in movement. It's more in the message as it comes through. So I said, fine, I'll buy the the fucking wings. Fine, I'll buy them. Put the earrings down, brought the wings, got home, went to deliver to my sister, passed over this letter that I had from an ancestor that needed to be delivered to her, And then I said, and I brought you a gift. And I want to just say for the record that I was going to buy you some gorgeous earrings that would look fabulous on you, but something told me I should buy this. And she's like, oh, you know, kind of a bit confused. And she unwraps the parcel and tears start streaming down her face. And she said, oh my God, why? And I said, I can't tell you why. All I know is I was going to buy these earrings and the most amazing spirit kept coming through saying, buying her the wings, buying her the wings. Now, later on in my experience with that, which was written in the letter, that her grandparents had told me that the wings were to help set her free. So that was pretty special. But then the same grandparents really disliked some tattoos that my sister had on her back, which was common knowledge. They really made that clear that they didn't like them. And my sister was having a little bit of a tear and she was smiling and she got out her phone and she starts opening up this Pinterest folder. And the same wings, I shit you not, were full in her Pinterest folder. And she's like, this is the tattoo I'm going to get since Mara and Pa didn't like. I'm going to change my tattoo and get these wings. And I said, really? And I can feel the goosebumps up and down me now, which is always another indication of something magical is happening around you when you're on the right track. 
And so the wings were evidence. And this is what spirit does. It can provide you evidence all the time. And it might be, for example, that you're driving somewhere and you go to turn left because that's the way you always grow, but something powerful tells you to turn right. And for no other reason, you turn right and you go where you're going to go and that's fine. And then maybe on the way home, you go the way you normally would, but there's a road blockage. There's been an accident and there was something that divinely stepped in to save you. This stuff happens all the time, around everywhere. And the messages start off, when spirit first starts to connect with you, it starts off really small, like turn here or cross the street here or pick up your phone now or ring this friend who you're feeling in your insides that something's not right. So it starts there. It's quite small. It's quite discreet. And as it starts trusting you, as you start getting rewarded with some abundance, which is your friend might have really needed you, or you avoid a car accident, or your phone starts beeping and it's a good positive message, or maybe you just got a big something in your bank account, these rewards start coming through. Now, when I have these messages with God, and I give him, every night I give him my gratitude when I'm falling asleep, three things that I'm grateful for in my day, and they can be small and they can be very elaborate. And also, in prayer, some things that I might request. And sometimes the requests are for me as an individual or for someone I love or someone I know, or they might just be for the broader community and world at large. It's just what you make of it and how you trust it. So when we use the word woo-woo, for people like me that have worked so hard to trust, it really downplays that connection. It really diminishes the power in this beautiful knowing, in this intuition. We don't need to warn anyone about woo-woo. We welcome them in and we celebrate it because it is a key to life. It is a key to our existence. It can be our savior. It can be our messenger. Another thing that I've had through my whole life is the ability to see colors around some people. Now, it's not all the time. It's an auric field, so I can see like a bit of a Well, sometimes it's like a smoky gray and sometimes it's like a a bright gold around people. And then certain people, I can see a color beyond that. And it might be like, it's always in pastels unless it's a bad person or something's bad attached. And I can see that as like murky, dark browns that are like the worst mud you've ever stepped in. And for me, I know that to be a warning now. Don't engage with that person. Don't trust that person. Sometimes it's people I've seen in the street and sometimes it's been people I've actually shook hands of and seen it and gone, whoop, nope, I don't want anything to do with you. Now, you may not see it in color, but I am sure as shit know that you have felt that. You have felt that with someone you walked up to, you were introduced to, you've walked past. That is your knowing. Trust it. Honor it. Love it. Give it thanks because you will only do well with it. It will only ever serve you well. The more we all get back to our intuition, the more we know that we can do life and we can step in beyond human logic because that only gets us so far. And then when we have human logic, we have our trauma responses and we have our emotional obligation or we have this promise to things that we can step back from. We can go, nah, I don't want to do this. I'm changing my mind. Because I've been given a glimpse of another way. And I know you can be disappointing people. And I know you might be committed to something that's really, really special. And definitely there's resilience in pushing through on something that makes us feel a bit nervous or a little bit anxious. 
But when there's a true warning in your gut, when it feels like there's a fist around your heart, when you feel cold, it is a warning. When we're feeling good, when we know we're on the right direction, when we know that we're serving spirit for the best of us in the greater world, it'll feel warm. You might feel a cold flash against your legs, but it's not that negative feeling. You might feel a coolness around your knees or a breath on the back of your neck or goosebumps or a tingle that starts at the lowest part of your spine because all the way up and almost finishes fluttering at the top of your ears. It's a warmth, it's a giddiness and it's excitement. It's like butterflies in the belly. It can still make you feel a little nervous, but overall you know the feeling is positivity. Another thing that I've had over my experiences with spirit is two other things. One is that sometimes I see things that aren't really there. So for example, for a long time in our home, I saw a little person who would poke their head around a corner. They were very playful and they were there in a flash and gone in a flash. And sometimes I talked to them. Now, again, it never, it was only cheeky. This, the essence of this spirit was very cheeky. It was never, never, I've never had anything nasty and I've never had anything malicious. Now, if you have, then you might want to go and seek support for that because you do not need to tolerate that. Let me make this clear that even though as humans, our power and our divine within us is so filled with light that we can overcome any darkness. Finding people who work in this realm, finding people who work in a true, true service of God can help you shine light into the dark corners. Because if we believe in the light, we must acknowledge the dark. The dark can get in through trauma, drug abuse, gambling, anything that creates that fear. When you live in fear, it's a really easy gateway for negative spirit to get in, which is why it's so important to keep doing this personal development work, keep settling your nervous system, keep calm, make sure you're around people who really serve you well and have your greater good at heart, which is your heart's greater good. Anyone who tries to keep you down, keep you low, keep you addictive, keep you scared. That is darkness. They are filled with it. So when you step away out of their shadow, you start to get a bit more light on your shoulders. Easier said than done, I know. But we know there's a million resources around us now. And sometimes we have to be a big person, be really brave to step away from the dark. It takes all of your guts. But you need to find the people who will support you through that. And there are millions of them. Trust me when I say there is more good in the world than bad. Far more. The second part of my spirit knowing is, well, I should say the third part. One is I can see things and sometimes faces will show themselves to me. Now, I'm still learning what the hell to do with all this. But what I have now learned is when to turn it on and when to say, no, you can't come to me right now. I'm unavailable. So I would make space where I would sit quietly and say, if anyone wants to come through or if any messages want to be told to me, I'm going to sit quietly for here for this amount of time, or I'm going to walk from this gate to that gate. And in that time, anything that wants to come through is welcome to, but you must be of pure love and unconditional softness. So you call the line in the sand, you create boundaries, just like you do in this world, in this existence, in your human existence, you can easily create boundaries and clearing in the next realm that exists beyond the veil of life. The other thing I can do, but I don't do this very often because it actually mucks my body up a little bit. But I, as well as getting the messages coming through from Spiller, as well as seeing the auras and then occasionally seeing faces or getting messages, 
even when I'm doing Reiki, I'm getting messages all the time if I allow it to come through. And sometimes it just comes through because it's bigger than me or it's something that's been trying to talk to this person. So it might be someone who passed away or my direction of a job or anything like that. The other thing I can do, which I don't love and I actually don't do it because it makes me feel yucky, is I can look at a photo of a deceased person and actually even some well people and I can shut my whole body down into a deep meditation with a very low heart rate and I can start to develop the symptoms of that person's body almost like a medical intuitive. So I'm not medical. I know some terms, but I can tell you if there's something in their chest that's heavy, I can quite easily give you the symptoms of why someone passed away. Now, this is when I start looking like the movies, the only time in all this experience. When I go to that space that takes that knowing and knowledge, it upsets my whole human body. So it would give me, sorry to be graphic, but it would give me diarrhea. It gives me uncontrollable shaking. It drops my core temperature down and I feel really faint. Now, that's because my body doesn't feel safe there. So it's clearing mechanism to get the hell out of there. So I don't push my body to make it do that. I've done it several times and every time I've done it, I've been spot on with the person's photo and how their family member passed away. So I know it's within me, but I don't want to go there. It doesn't serve me. My body doesn't feel safe. So I honor myself. I just don't. And this is the balance that we can create. You might have these amazing, let's change the word from woo-woo to superpowers. You might have these amazing abilities within you. And we all do. Every single one of us is born like this. It's the choices you make along the way on whether you strengthen it and harness it or whether it dies doesn't ever really die. The spirit doesn't ever really die, nor does hope. But you dilute it. You lose your connection to yourself, to your heart, to faith, to hope, all of those things. So it's a big topic and I want you to think about it. When have you sat in a car and you were singing a song and then it's on the radio? That is spirit giving you evidence. When have you thought, how am I going to pay for these bills? I don't know how this is going to happen. And then money comes through and you think, thank God. Please feel it, see it, recognize it, give thanks and gratitude to it. And I promise you, abundance will flow in. As always, thank you for letting me your ears and your hearts. It's always great chatting to you. And I look forward to hearing about your superhero. You can always contact me on Instagram or Facebook for Soul Care Bendigo. Tell me your experiences. I would absolutely love to hear them. Let's share, create this opportunity. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and I also have a Soul Care Bendigo TikTok, which tells you about my podcast, Soul Care Bendigo's podcast, Naked, as you're listening to it now. If you enjoy it, please, I'd love you to share it to your stories on your social media, and let's get more people having bigger, more interesting discussions. Take care, beautifuls, and I hope you have a great day. And that's all for today, folks. As always, thank you for letting me your ears and your hearts. I feel so grateful and blessed to be able to share these stories with you and bring us together as a community. This is Gail Wilson, and this is Soul Care Bendigo's podcast, Naked. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so that you get notifications on the next episode as it lands. Take care and just be kind to yourself.